Hello and welcome to episode 131, season 6, episode 19 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I am Andy, not quite joined across town by Andrew. He's going to be joining us uh, midstream, so to speak. Uh, and, so he says. Uh, so he says. Well, we'll see. Um, but we that, that verse you heard there is his doppel, doppelganger, Tom, so he's filling in for now. I made it, everyone. Sorry to disappoint. It can't yeah. be a doppelganger if you, if it's only one. I think a That's doppelganger true. looks like the other person. I don't think it sounds like. Is it? Is it? It's odd? really just yeah, a yeah. voice doppelganger. Yeah. We need to be specific, there, I suppose. There might be some fairy tale story like name for what kind of character it is that sounds like someone else. Question: Do you no. do you frequently find yourself wearing uh, jerseys, Tom? I do not own a single jersey. Although I probably. Okay. Like maybe in my mom's attic somewhere, I have some like old jerseys from the '90s that I always used to wear, but they were basketball jerseys. They weren't. Um, okay. Do you ever say jerseys. the? Do you ever see, say the word "oh" when you almost run into somebody? No. You, you don't say "oh." I All do right. not. I, I do not have any uh, Midwestern idiosyncrasies. I don't think. Uh, oh, let me just squeeze past you there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Any, anyway, we're also joined by Mike this week. Hey, I uh, I do not own any jerseys. The closest I get, unfortunately, is like I get like gifted a uh, like Alabama like various championships or Auburn victories shirts for like Christmas. The funny thing, uh, wow, Auburn! Got, like, <laughs> they give you they give you Auburn shirts like is it to troll you no, on Christmas. It's, it's an Alabama shirt making fun of Auburn because oh them. okay, I get it. Mm. which I don't I don't I don't like wearing because most of those have really tacky like cartoon shit on the back and just just give me a shirt that says Alabama. It can be red or gray, black or or even white, but I don't like yeah. the the tacky cartoon. It's weird because we beat our rivals so often and so badly yeah. that I don't generally think about it much after the weekend that we do it. Yeah, I imagine that's Same. a common thing with you and Andy here. Yeah, it's it's really only something you think of like that week, and it's like, dear God, yeah. I hope we don't lose to them because they're never yeah. going to shut up about it. You yeah. completely forget about them until like game week, and then you're like, oh, they're so insufferable when they win. I hope yeah. they don't like. You know, yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're looking to a win. Getting, like things that ESPN continues to bring up, you know, a decade later. Hey, it's the kick six. <laughs> hey, it's eight years. It's, yesterday, it's Cam, it's Cam Newton. Remember him? Uh, <laughs> or Bo Nix? You know, doing whatever he did. So. Man, it's a good thing they didn't have Bo Nix this past weekend, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to that game here in a little bit. All right, um, let's, start off, let's start off by talking about the polls. So we got the uh, new playoff rankings came out um, yesterday, uh, much unchanged from last week. We got some flip-flops between uh, the second and third standings here. So we got Georgia at number one. Then you got Michigan, Alabama, and Cincinnati rounding out your top four. If the playoffs happen today, that would be what would happen. Um, and then you also have Oklahoma yeah, State. If the playoffs happened today, they would have ranked them differently, I, I feel. <laughs> they, they would drop Cincinnati, probably. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> not, not, um, not really looking at, at those four. But my, mm-hmm. my initial reaction to that is it's, they're just setting up just in case the off chance that Alabama beats Georgia. I can see them moving Alabama one, Georgia to three, leave Cincy at four. Alabama plays Cincy. Georgia plays Michigan just to avoid the back to back. Do you oh, think yeah, yeah, Alabama yeah. would move to one? I think Michigan would move to one. 
if you move them to one, then it's 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 what I just said. It's I don't think they want to have uh, Alabama and Georgia play back to back games. Do you yeah. think they'd rather have Alabama, Georgia, and the Natty again? I feel like they didn't. Yeah. didn't like that they, when they that happened. Have, I mean, okay. Probably, but they. That's the only chance. To I would have to like, look up, but I feel it like look kind of official by not having like an instant rematch. I feel like that was one of the higher rated. I so I wonder, had. but so they say. Obviously, they say a lot of things, but they say they don't take that sure. into consideration when they rank. Well, they they care about how teams draw on TV, which is why Cincinnati's probably going to get fucked. But yeah, yeah. I mean, ratings. It, it's this thing's put on by by ESPN, right? And the the playoffs, all the games are currently owned by ESPN. Yeah, so, I mean, the games. You're saying like, ESPN has a say in the uh, in the committees. The games uh, aren't the games aren't competing against each other. I mean. And there's really nothing else on but those games. I'm saying they're, that they're scratching each other's backs here, and they understand that ESPN would like to have a compelling product on TV, is all, all I'm saying, and higher ratings. But if you could interpret that as uh, as having okay, some influencing over the rankings, well, then sure. <laughs> hold on. I could be wrong. But the last time when Alabama met Georgia in the national championship, they had not played in the SEC championship game. Yeah, it was Auburn. So do yeah. you do you really think that a Alabama Georgia rematch would draw higher numbers in the national championship than say Michigan Georgia or Michigan Alabama? Not necessarily because I feel it, like it, no because I I feel like that year we had the LSU Alabama rematch in the national championship game. It was really terribly rated. Like no one well, that was just it. kind of a shitty game anyway, right? Yeah, but I mean, people yeah. will still turn tune in. I mean, you, you tune in before you find out it's going to be shitty. I think people would probably like to see, uh, like to see some new blood in there. So uh, yeah, that's why I think uh, they'd had Georgia Alabama play in the first round, so they could definitely maybe. have someone else in the national championship. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Anyway, Fair continue. Okay, uh, Andrew, I see that you joined. Are, are you <laughs> are you coherent? Uh, sorry, I was uh, interviewing for a head coaching gig. Uh, uh-huh. A little late here. I was uh, so here. I totally were you forgot in this. Norman, Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> I, you know, let's just say it rhymes with Doomer Boomer. Okay. So, Doomer Boomer. Did anyone see the rumor that they're thinking of hiring uh, Dabo? Me. I did see that one, and they were like, they were they, the thing I saw was. <laughs> What if Brent Venables comes, but as defensive coordinator, because Dabo is going to be the head coach? And I was like, God. Anyway, I've seen. Uh, yeah, it's like, what are they saying? Venables absolutely does not want to be a head coach. They're saying they're. I mean, it, all this stuff is is happening rapidly. It does seem like like they're probably going to make a hire pretty soon because it's open season. Okay, wait, let's skip ahead to a little bit of news. Lincoln Riley uh, after the game the other day after Bedlam and losing to Oklahoma State. We'll go over the results later. Uh, he was asked if he was going to LSU, and he says, no, I'm not going to LSU. Twenty Less than 24 hours later, he, he did not go to LSU, turns out. He went to USC. So in I mean, case you've been putting under a rock, yes. Uh, I do feel I do appreciate the okey-doke, because everyone... <laughs> he was like, well, lying he ain't to everyone. Yeah, he wasn't lying to everyone, anyone, and he still left. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. It, it feels kind of like a Chappelle show skit or like uh, like a Saturday Night Live skit. It's like it, he put on a performance. 
I feel like I it's like Chappelle knocking over the the uh, pitcher of water or whatever. The table. I don't understand how they were able to do this with like absolutely no smoke whatsoever. Like no one had any idea this was happening. The, until he was he, gone. Someone had to have leaked the LSU thing from his side to keep the, the like that was the smolder yeah. over there. It's a like, smoke oh, screen. Shit, you, you guys, you guys see that giant fire over there of him going to LSU, and it's like no, secretly they're over here talking to USC. Yeah. I so mean, anyway, it, it he's. Was, uh, it was impressive. You, it was impressive. Do you think? Do you think it's just it helped that that Southern Cal is a private school, so like they can tighten up the the leaks that, a little I mean, bit more? That doesn't matter. It's also on the West Coast, media, so nobody pays that, attention. That shit doesn't matter. I mean, private, like the private school kind of angle of all that stuff is overplayed. Over all that shit comes out. Well, the thing is, you, it's also on the West. It you, it's on the West Coast. Matters like. for like salary because you don't. They don't have to disclose anything. But other than that, I. I mean, there's always people you can talk to that will have information. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my my question is, how many people in LA are really paying attention most of the time? Probably, I probably pay attention now. Will Ferrell definitely is. Your dog? How dare you? Sure. They're all they're all stuck in traffic, so they can't exactly find out what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's like radio all the time. Sure. All right. So anyway, the, the, the point being that USC uh, and Lincoln Riley and apparently some of his coaches that may still be technically employed by Oklahoma, uh, but could have possibly been recruiting for USC while still being employed by Oklahoma. Uh, it may. Anyway, they're 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 recruiting all the people that he had committed to Oklahoma before. Sure, and sure was odd that that number one quarterback decommitted from OU and then committed to USC mere 24 sure hours apart. It's almost no. like he knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. No, see, I don't. I feel like if you start telling recruits, it gets out really quickly. So I don't he didn't know. Tell if the recruits, him. but he was probably just like, yeah, he wanted to play for Lincoln Riley. Yeah, 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 he didn't want to play for the. He didn't give a shit about going to Oklahoma. He wanted to play for Lincoln Riley. I mean, I, I mean, if you could play for, you? I was gonna yeah. say, if you could play for Lincoln Riley and not have to go to Norman or Oklahoma and go to Los Angeles yeah. instead, where yeah. would you go? Oh, yeah. Yeah. These kids are from California. I'm sure they're already especially in, in <laughs> this new uh, NIL landscape. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd much rather go to Los Angeles. Clearly, um, so anyway, there, it sounds like I'm thinking that OU is probably going to make a move pretty quickly because they're having their recruiting class cannibalized by their by their head coach that just left a few they're days ago. Pretty, they're moving pretty slow compared to all the other schools right now. I feel like sure. people are looking at the situation that. Um, Lincoln Riley left that program in, and it probably does not look nearly as appealing as maybe one would think. Well, uh, they've been top dogs in the in the Big Big Twelve, and now they're just going to be one of uh, like I don't know five or six different programs that are competing for for the SEC every year instead of being one of one. Right. In the so, Big 12. Okay. So you have. <clears throat> um, a recruiting class that just got basically poached by the coach that left to go to USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, early I mean, signing day I mean, is like 15 days. That. So you're probably not going to get anyone for this recruiting class. <clears throat> and there's really not a lot to work with on that team, right? Um, Spencer well, the defense Rattlers, sucks. So uh, if they yeah. go with a defensive coach like Venables or Dan Landing from UGA, like they're not working with much right now. Right, but and then on top of that, the offense, you lose Spencer Rattler. Is this Caleb Williams stay? I don't know. Maybe he probably leaves too, right? So what do you He's have to work with? Of... Caleb Williams yeah. is in the portal? Okay, uh, so... You said Rattler. No, just Rattler is... Rattler, yeah, just yeah. Rattler. And so what do you have on... You have no offense, you have no defense, and you have a team that you can't really... 
I mean, recruit for for this this uh, cycle, and then so and then in two years you're going to the SEC. Like I, I don't know, that job seems very. Um, I mean, you're probably gonna get fired in two years, most likely, if you take that job. It feels like if they're gonna go any like DC route, they would have to go for Venables because Landing's not gonna be able to do anything until after all the shit with the playoffs and everything's over with. So what I was. You know what I read. I mean, obviously, I, everyone's probably reading to figure it figure it out. Is that landing is probably a better choice just because um, Venables is what he'll be fifty one this year, yeah. and landing is in his thirties. So I think he's like mid thirties, mid thirties maybe. So why you would you know obviously the younger person is is if it if it pans out, you have someone for a longer time. So I don't know. I mean, if he gets the offer, I think <laughs> landing should take it. It's a it's a good job. It's not like I going mean, to like Toledo or like right, yeah, some shit like that. You know, like OU is is a legitimately big program. That I mean, there's some work to do as a. Just <laughs> I mean, maybe it's the new uh, launching pad uh, program. OU and Notre Dame stepping stone schools. You heard it here first in Florida. I mean. I don't know. Florida just fired someone. No one left Florida. Well, <laughs> no Florida was. No one's fucking hired Dan Mullen away from Florida. Oh no! <laughs> don't don't take Dan Mullen. Oh no! Please don't take him from us. We need oh, him. Oh no! Please don't take Bill O'Brien from Bama. <laughs> Maybe uh, you can get like Mullen be your passing game coordinator or something. That way he doesn't have to recruit because he's not going to do it anyway. I think he's just going to be an analyst. Make him the next Joe Brady. I think he's just going to be an analyst somewhere for for a couple of years, and then yeah, and then he'll do the offensive coordinator rehabilitation tour at some point somewhere. That's that's my opinion. Anyway, uh, Andrew, we've already given a look at the uh, playoff rankings. Can you give us an update on the only poll that matters, the FBI, please? Let's not. Let's just skip this week on the FBI. <laughs> is I mean, skip both of them. Is I'm excited to, to like get to Andrew's one. rant about Saturday's game. Can, can we look at number two? Can let's, we look at number two in the FBI? Let's just get let's skip the FBI and use that time to talk about the rest of the coaching changes. Can we can we look at number two in the FBI? Hey, number two is the highest state, which is what we're using FBI for the new college football playoff uh, selection. I heard. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Can we I mean, they, they, they that, that uh, New Year's Six bowl? What, Mike? They won't even put Michigan in front of them. That's crazy. Yeah. Well. No. Forward they, facing. They rank, they rank teams as who's actually better and put them in front. <laughs> it's forward facing because of all and the games that story. Michigan and Ohio State are going to be playing the rest of the year. So I can already tell you that, like, if Alabama somehow wins, Georgia's still going to be ranked ahead of them. Gotcha. Correct. Probably. You're yeah. not going to see that Which much. The better, the better team gets ranked. They're just the better team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, fine. Okay. So. FBI, I guess we're I guess we're, we're just not going to talk about giving, the other polls. We're done giving FBI air. Okay, all right. Let's talk about other football news then. Let's just fuck everything else. All right, Brian okay. Kelly is now at LSU. Congratulations, LSU, hiring the worst human being on the planet. I mean, what they wanted. I mean, he's going from a, a place where he uh, covered up se- sexual abuse stuff to a school that's covered up sexual abuse stuff in the past. I mean, like. You know, listen. What's and now? Now they can kill people. At this point. More people. I guess he can kill. I mean, does it, it, it get windy in LSU? I was going to say Baton Rouge. Hurricanes <laughs> come through. Oh yeah, he's going to make a practice in a hurricane. Hurricanes cover up a lot of things in southern swamps. 
God, remember, sure. remember when Brian Kelly had them had them throw the ball like fifty times in a fucking hurricane oh, a few God. years back. <laughs> that, he was against NC State, I think. God, I I remember watching that game. I was cackling, laughing the whole time because it was not working. And I just remember that the field was a complete disaster, and these players getting tackled and sliding like between five and ten yards in the yeah. mud. It was it was. Oh my god, it was such a mess. And he's just out there throwing the ball all, all over the place. It's quite amazing how shitty NC State's field is for them being an ag school, but whatever. Yeah, that that is odd. Uh we'll, we'll talk about NC State here in a little bit. Um also we had Billy Napier uh from Louisiana. I mm. believe Lu- Louisiana Lafayette, but they've rebranded themselves to Louisiana now. Uh he is now at Florida and was apparently not considered by lsu you know the the in-state flagship institution so read between that what you will but i'm gonna assume billy napier is going to remember that in the annual showdown between florida and lsu so that should be interesting Uh also i think billy napier is a pretty good get for florida i I think that they could have done much worse i mean you never know how how a coach is going to do when they get promoted but it seems like he's done pretty well at his level and i guess you'll see how he does there if nothing else he's been around prior programs that recruited well and they're probably getting a much better recruiter than they just fired in den mullen anything else on Uh, these before we jump into the games last week uh, multiple sources that are very reliable have said marcus freeman is also the next head coach at notre dame yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah, they're saying that, and it's something like a five-year contract or something. Like and that. Tommy Reese is staying at Notre Dame, so Brian Kelly's 0 for 2 on bringing any coordinators to LSU with him. Oof. Hmm. I wonder if he's just going to end up keeping a lot of Coach O's guys. Tommy Reese himself confirmed he, he's staying at Notre Dame. I don't think Kevin Falk will let him fire him. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I, would, I mean, I wouldn't expect that, but I also would like to see uh, Brian Kelly try to fire Kevin Falk. Was he the guy that punched the dude after the game, the Aggie game? Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. God, that was an amazing moment. Yeah, recently, like, he's not that long out of the NFL. He's and he was a a beast of a running back. Yeah, God, that that game was just amazing. Was it seven OTs and then all the shenanigans that happened after the game? Um, all right, let's talk about last week's games. Uh, quickly, Tuesday, we had Western Michigan favored by four at Northern Illinois, and Western Michigan won 42-21. Wednesday, we had no games. Thursday, Thanksgiving, we had Fresno State favored by seven and a half at San Jose State, um, and Fresno State won 40-39. Also, their coach, uh, Kalen, what's his name? I forget to mention it in the news. He's now at Washington, so they had a coaching hire as well. Uh what the fuck was his name? Fresno State head coach, which t- yeah, I don't have it. Kalen De DeBoer. Um, yeah, sure. I don't really know who who he is, but people that actually follow stuff on the West Coast seem to think that that is a decent hire. But I guess there's nowhere to go but up from uh from the Jimmy Lake experiment. That didn't go so great. No, it didn't. Ole Miss was at Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. Uh, State was favored by one and a half, and Ole Miss won 31 to 21. And then Lane's just been posting photos of uh, license plates in various states uh, since the game. (laughs) Yeah, just to troll people. God, how does that? That's got to make 
Ole Miss people, like, just piss them off, like, to some extent, just because, like, Lane's just out there, like, ha, 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 I'm out there interviewing for jobs at other schools, yeah. ha, ha, ha. What are they going to do, fire Lane Kiffin? I know, what are they going to get that's better? Sure, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, must Go ahead. To, I mean, they're they're essentially like like a, a battered uh, spouse that like uh, can't quit this person, but this person's just just doing whatever the fuck they're gonna do. So hired well, I mean, that's what he does. I mean, yep. <laughs> uh, surely they realize they're like on borrowed time with him, right? It's I mean, only a matter yeah, of time before he's gone. I mean, both Mississippi schools are historically shit tier programs, so you have, you have to realize. I think this is, you might have already said it, but. This is like Ole Miss's first ever uh, ten win regular season. We did not say it, but it's still funny. <laughs> it is funny. In fairness, it's hard to win. It was harder, a lot harder to win ten games before there were twelve game seasons. Yes. Well, uh, and they have won, they have won ten games before, but it's always using the ball game. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Has NC State ever had a ten win season? Oh, I don't know. Including I the bowl f- games, maybe. I don't think that they've ever had 10 wins in a regular season. Uh, I don't know. Again, right. it used to be a lot harder. They had 11 wins in 2002. Okay. So they had to have, did the regular season with at least 10. Yeah. So they did do it once. Okay. The, that was before the ACC championship game. Yeah. That was a thing. Okay. All right. Has, there you go. Has they ever won an ACC Ooh. championship They have game? not. They have not. They've never that even two, been to the. They've never even been to an ACC. Yeah, championship that game. 2002 champion. That 2002 season, they dropped three games in a row in the middle of November. <laughs> well, that would do it. Wait, you said they had. They went 11 and three. They had 14 games. Yeah, High State played 14 games in 2002 too. I don't know what happened in 2002, but there was a lot of games were played. I don't understand. Chaos. There's no playoff. Was there like some kind of makeup from like skip games because of nine eleven? No, I mean that was nine eleven. No, because they made up those games. I don't understand. What could they have possibly? Like Ohio yeah. State played fourteen games in two thousand two, and I don't know why they did that there... either. And we didn't was have it in our championship year? games. No, mm, it was something weird happened two thousand two. I don't think it matters though. Ultimately, well, now I'm interested to figure out All what right, happened. Well, look it up. Well, we will, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. No, we'll talk about it later or next next week, whatever. I don't care. We'll forget. Sure. That will be better. We'll forget. That that will be better. All right, Friday, <laughs> we had um, Iowa. If everybody won at Nebraska, and they won. Uh, Iowa won twenty eight twenty one. So another uh, <laughs> seven point um, or less loss by Nebraska. So I think they're at like nine on the year or something like that. Uh, Cincinnati favored by fourteen at East Carolina, and they won thirty five thirteen. Mizzou at Arkansas, favored by 14 and a half, and Arky won uh, 34-17. This one, this next one, good game. UNC at NC State, favored by five and a half. That was uh, a good game. Went to, uh, was it just one overtime or second overtime? I forget. Uh, it didn't go to overtime at all, did it? Did it? I thought it did. No, okay. I don't think it did. They just came back oh. in the last two minutes. Okay. Yeah, all right. Um, anyway, NC State won 34-30. Um I was waiting for the NC State shit, and somehow it, it didn't happen. UNC shit instead. UNC was up. What was it like? It was a decent. They were up amount. by. They were up by like eleven with two minutes left. Mm-hmm. And they lost by four. 
Not ideal. Nope. Not ideal. Uh, Mac Jones might. He's already man, moved out to the point in his career in his career at, at UNC where he's Brown. where the uh, where the team is uh, falling apart. Yeah, I I think I think last year being a COVID year might have been more the aberration than something that they should expect from him going forward. I mean, what's his name is gone after this year? Their quarterback, and I. I mean, I don't think their defense is going to get better, so yeah. it's going to be bad, bad times. Yeah, it's not going to be great. Wazoo uh, in the Apple Cup. Wazoo was favored by one at Washington. They won 48-13, so good job. You guys definitely covered. And it was at Washington, and Washington State fans rushed the field. <laughs> oh, God, right. And planted Yikes. the flag in the middle of the stadium. Yikes. Just think of how far these two teams have gone the other direction. I mean, uh, like, Wazoo's doing decent, and this is, like, after they, you know, get rid of the coach for, like, a non-football reason. Uh, meanwhile, Washington has, like, fallen into the crapper. Were they the worst team in the Pac- Pac-12? Washington? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Uh, yes. I don't have the standings up in front of me. Too. It, there's a lot of teams to to choose from in the in the Pac-12. I mean, I think you got Cal, uh, Stanford, probably Washington. Yeah, Stanford might be the actual winner of that. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, I see Stanford at two and seven in the conference. So yeah, and Washington was three and six in the conference. So yeah, it was Stanford. Close. Yeah. Close. Yep. Um, yeah, not great. And speaking of uh, fans taking over the other person's stadium, uh, Saturday we had Georgia favored by 35 at Georgia Tech, and Georgia won thir- 45 to nothing. Um, there were, and this was at Bobby Dodd Stadium in Atlanta, otherwise known as Mark Richt Field, because I don't think he ever lost there. Uh, he had plenty of faults. Uh, beating Tech at their field was not one of them. But. Uh, they were, I think it was around 80% UGA fans, which, I mean, when Clemson and UGA play there, yeah. that's just how it goes. But yeah. they, they were having to call, um, actually, they got some false start penalties, Georgia Tech did, on offense because of crowd noise from UGA people. So that's just embarrassing. Um, so another 3-9 and nine season. Uh, Jeff Collins has nine wins in three seasons there. Um, if his buyout weren't $12 million, they'd probably be firing him. Uh, for Georgia Tech, that's a lot of money. Uh, I'm yeah. not really sure where else they go, but uh, <laughs> clearly it's not working. But I don't know what else they can do. They they did fire their both coordinators, which I mean, I think they might be able to find someone out there named like Saul uh, Ronson. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and maybe you know who would be get, the perfect coach for Georgia Tech? Jim <laughs> Chadwell from Coastal, yeah. Tony I mean, Elliott, offensive yeah, coordinator for Clemson University. <laughs> Bill O'Brien. He, he has a degree in engineering. All right. All right. He's a smart guy. He would fit in perfectly there. Okay. No, in, in reality, the uh Chadwell would be would be great because he's running a, a basically a modernized triple option, which would be dear to their hearts on the flats there. But uh I don't think that they're gonna do that. I guess we'll see if Chadwell gets a job after this year. It doesn't look like anybody's going for him, so I'm, Maybe the luster on him has faded some with uh, Coastal being down a, a little bit this year. But regardless, I, I still think he, he runs an interesting scheme. Um, 
anyway, not much else to, to say on this game. It was pretty much in garbage time from about the second quarter or so on. It was stupid. Um, not, not much competition. Alabama was favored by 19 and a half in the Iron Bowl at Auburn. And nope. They, they won. Miracles. There was a miracle on the Plains. It just wasn't. I believe they were getting beaten. Was it 10 nothing at halftime? There was 10 nothing for like five minutes left of the game. Yeah. Alabama. <laughs> yeah, was, I was starting to wonder if Alabama was going to score it all in this game. Yeah. <laughs> starting to and as it, well. It was 10 nothing for like about the second quarter to like, uh, like 11 minutes left in the uh, fourth. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was an ugly game. It was it was it was really hard to watch. Uh, well, it was. I mean, probably hard to watch like, for Bama fans. Right, <laughs> and it's like the second, at least the second game, kind of like this. Like the LSU was like this. It's, I just think we might have like gotten a, a couple better plays in that game. It was like yeah. the first half, it was just nothing, and then the third quarter, Alabama started coming to life a little. But then, like the Jordan Hare, like bullshit starts happening, like like going for a field goal and having the the holder bobble the uh, snap. So the you know the, the one scoring opportunity we think we might have, you know, comes up nothing. At first, I thought that was a that was a called fake kick, and then I and then they showed the replay, oh. and I was like, oh, that that wasn't called. That was just a, a like I don't know if it was a bad snap or a bad hold, but. Uh, he he didn't get the ball down and just bobbled it, and so he just kind of runs out and uh, yeah tries to throw it, and it didn't work. Um, yeah, not not great. Uh, and what's his name? The Auburn quarterback that was in there because Bo Nix is injured. He was barely functional. Yeah, yeah. And they still couldn't really. I mean, nobody was really doing much of anything. To be fair, but, I mean, really like. Auburn did score 10 points, but, like, I know the touchdown was helped by the targeting penalty on our best player or our best receiver uh, on special teams for some reason. Um, that put them, like, in the red zone immediately, and I think the very next play they just hit this swing pass that, like, one bad tackle attempt, and that was a touchdown. I mean so to be fight. to be fair, a lot of teams play their starters. I mean, most of these top teams play their starters on yeah. special teams. It, it was it was a it, it kind of sucked because, uh, well, I mean, I guess it, it didn't really suck. Like, like I don't think that he meant to target the dude, but it was clearly a yeah. targeting uh-huh. penalty. He left his feet completely and threw his helmet at him, his head first. Well, I mean, what I'm it, saying is, I don't think that he was intending on like hurting the guy. It was clearly I'm targeting saying- though. We probably we probably shouldn't be putting offensive players. Yeah, in they a don't spot know how to they gotta make a tackle. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's fair. Taught how to tackle. That's yeah. that's uh, that's actually kind of fair because uh, yeah. If you want to go put like a starting DB out there who's a speedster, go for it. I'm not putting a wide receiver out there who maybe tackles a handful <laughs> times a year. Yeah, and if I'm well, putting a receiver out there for speed, I'm not putting like the number one or two guy. Maybe to, to be fair. <laughs> It could be a, a third or fourth guy, you know, that doesn't really play a lot. He can go out there. Playing devil's advocate, both of the, all these guys probably played on defense and offense in high school, so it's he a probably whole different has beast. I know, I know, it's a different beast, but I'm saying he has. He's probably tackled before, but yeah, yes, five you're, years you're, ago, you're, you're correct. But, but also, where he was tackling, it, he probably, they don't probably don't call tar- uh, targeting. Yeah, 
Party is not a thing in high school. Yeah. Yeah, they don't give a um, shit. Going back to just the original, it's like Alabama's on this pattern of like, you know, either the defense is having a a pretty good game or the offense is, but not both at the same time. And uh, like this was, I mean, of course, I have to prep, you know, preface that with that, uh, you know, yes, Bo Nix at play and Auburn, not really that great of an offensive team, but it was their worst game of the season offensively. I think if that Auburn quarterback could have uh, walked at all, <laughs> that, that game's not yeah, even close. Oh, yeah. Well, we were saying before you got That's here is if Bo Nix played, <laughs> if Bo Nix wasn't injured, that game's over. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, leaving that game, um, both issues at offensive line and running back. And, yeah, that's not where you want to have issues. That should be yeah. a bread and butter. That should be a bread and butter um, place to build off of. And we don't have that. I mean, I, I fully expect, like, Alabama to outright abandon the run in their next game. And, that's not you don't win that you don't win that against like an average sec team uh and yeah well and uh, this one let's uh let's get to that one here in here in a little bit we'll we'll touch on that some even though i I'll, i'll be honest with you i think we've talked about both of our teams in enough previews this year that i'm not sure what else there is to say about it but we'll we'll get there here in yeah the only thing i'll few minutes i'll be adding and it's something i could still talk about is it's still, we have one running back who I don't even know if he's going to play. Trey Sanders, right? No, I was talking about Brian Robinson. Oh, Trey I thought Sanders it's like half a running back himself. I mean, I thought, it's, I thought Trey Sanders was the only one that was like actually healthy, and Brian. Uh, he's he, he's not. Trey Sanders is not healthy. He's like sixty or seventy percent, and it's just he he either is really slow coming off his uh. Injury, he had a car accident that mm-hmm. I think he might have almost lost his leg. That puts it that way. Um, so they're saying they're saying he's the only one that they uh that they have at yeah, the I moment, think, but yeah, I think Robinson's questionable. So yeah, I think that Sanders is the one that they're kind of counting on, but to your point, they they may not really be counting on anyone, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think that from what I've seen, Trey Sanders is the one who's uh, kind of penciled in as the running back for Saturday. Uh, even though if he's at sixty or seventy percent, I I don't know what all you can expect to get out of uh, somebody like that. Um, yeah, especially against right. a, a really good rush defense. I I don't know what to um, expect out of that. But uh, the wrap up the Alabama Auburn game. Um, Bryce Young, yeah, I mean, he when I think maybe some of the offensive line got slightly better managed towards the end of the game. He had a little, little bit more time. He did pull out a, you know, kind of an improbable win. But um, And the overtime, uh, the new overtime thing, it still sucks. It, it does. Yeah, it does suck. it's really bad. I think they'll probably I... change it back next year. I I, kinda, I was trying to keep an open mind until after we'd seen it in a few games, and I, I've seen it now in in a couple games at least, and it uh, it's just not really football. Once you get to the point where you're just running in two point conversions after I think it's in third yeah. overtime, you got to start doing that. Yeah. I mean, 
you have to like score on one play. I mean, it's it's not like uh, the old way. It maybe what maybe they could do something like move overtimes two or or three on move everyone to start at like the ten yard line. I'm just gonna throw out there. Uh, I'm just gonna throw out there as well. Uh, it's kind of a, a disadvantage for these teams that had to go to to these extra overtimes where they have to show what their two point conversion plays are. So now well, those are on film. So you, yeah, you know what's hilarious um, is Auburn well, ran that two point conversion play and scored, and it was like a really good play. And that's the fucking play they should have ran in the first <laughs> overtime to win the game. Instead of kicking the field goal, they should have gone for it. Yeah, because with you've got a that quarterback on money. one leg, you got a quarterback on one leg. You should end it as yeah, soon as and possible. What does what does Auburn have to play for? Nothing. Absolutely yeah. no, nothing. Literally nothing. It didn't. It didn't matter for anything if they won or lost that game. What are they? A six-win team? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Like, I mean, like Alabama should have ran a, the two-point play at the end of regulation. No, Alabama should not. They had something to play for. I was going to say Alabama's uh, they're in a little bit more steady footing in my in my opinion, but Auburn like well, <laughs> you're on your second also, string. Also Alabama should like not fumble an off, a field goal snap, which would have oh. made it, you know, a winning touchdown instead of a tying touchdown, but well, that's that's well, a, lot you're, of, a lot of what ifs. You're, you're talking about what if, what if they called OPI on the receiver? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're complaining about what ifs, then why are we talking about Auburn should have? I was just oh, talking um, about a play call. That's something you can control. I mean, you can't control if your snap is bad. That it should happen. You can control a, if you go for two. Dude, dude, it was not a bad snap. Okay, dude. a bad hold. All the same. Yeah. I'm saying those are things that are you. You chose to kick the field goal. You can choose to go for two or choose to go for one. They should have chose to go for two. I mean, I I agree for the simple fact that Auburn uh, was was outmanned in that game. Their their quarterback that they did have was barely uh, functional, and and when I say barely functional, I'm not saying that like he sucks. I'm saying that he could barely move. So yeah, like, the the in the interest of not, but, not, but but not for the entire game, not for the entire game. I'm just saying by that point he was barely functional. Yeah. Like he was barely moving. Like in the game, if you have the opportunity to do so, do it. Like that's what I would say. Also, it's not my team, so it's a lot easier to talk about uh, what teams should and shouldn't do when I mean, it's not my team. I'm sick. Well, you're like, well, you got to think day. as a head coach. You're like, you know, how many good plays am I gonna get out of this guy? He's like, you know, on one leg at this point. <laughs> you have, and you have, to like maybe one, maybe two good two point conversion plays. Yeah, that's and why you're I'm saying, have to pull like, pull them out like, of the bag. Just pull out of the bag from the start. Get the shit over. Let's go home. That's what I'm saying. Like these teams that had to play two point conversions in double overtime, those plays are on film now. And the defensive coordinators have seen that and they've practiced against it already. So yeah. that's something that bowl, to that bowl game in. versus like Toledo. They're really going to help Arkansas or Auburn. I was really talking about Alabama and the other teams that have gone to uh, multiple overtimes this year, but yeah, sure. No, I don't think, I don't think Auburn really cares. Also, I don't know if Harson's going to be back next year anyway. I guess we'll find out in what, a, about a week. I think the, um, the deadline's around the seventh, right? Is it okay? I knew it was sometime. I think in, it's December twelfth is what I think I remember hearing. Okay, for some reason I was thinking like seventh or eighth, but you, you're probably right. You're actually in Alabama. Um, all right, so let's move on from this one. So Oregon State at Oregon. I'm sure that this one has a name. Can't remember it. Civil War. Civil War. There you go. Yeah. Oregon. 
uh, favored by seven, and they won 38-29. So good job, uh, Mario Cristobal. Uh, Penn State was favored by one at Sparty, and Sparty won outright 32-27. So um, I don't know. Penn State getting uh, getting their not not quite get their getting their money's worth out of James Franklin so far, but whatever. Give your, give your coach was... a big yeah, give your coach a big ex- extension and then lose. And then that lose. Game, it was so fucking <laughs> snowy you couldn't even see Penn State because they were in the all white jerseys. <laughs> Yeah, it was ridiculous. I think I, wasn't there one that like Sparty threw like an interception, and you're like, yeah, the quarterback probably just didn't even see the Penn State it, DB. It literally hurt my eyes to watch it because the whole field was bright white. Like I could, I was like, I can't watch this game. Oh man, well they're out there wearing the the camouflage. <laughs> they're just like, oh man, it's something. All right, uh, another rivalry game. I don't know. Is this like a Palmetto rivalry or something, Tom? Uh, Clemson Palmetto Bowl. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, Clemson favored sure. by eleven and a half at uh, South Carolina. Uh, they went thirty to nothing. Didn't watch a minute of this game, Tom. I'm assuming that you're oh. the only one that did. I, I did watch yeah. it. Uh, it's still our okay. state, and uh, seven in a row. It would be eight in a row mm-hmm. if South Carolina would have played us last year. Well, hey, that reminds me of some something else. What? Okay. Uh, Michigan didn't play Ohio State last year. They did not. So, how many days has it been since Ohio State beat Michigan? I don't know. Let's just check on our uh, friendly uh, Discord user who's updating that daily. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He has been. <laughs> Although, this is what I talk about. You never. This is, this, is, this was exactly what, what Andy and I were talking about earlier. You never think about your rivals that you beat down every year, except for that 732 one time when they might be days. good. Because as soon as they win one out of like however uh-huh. many, they become uh-huh. completely insufferable. Uh-huh. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, for for Michigan Ohio State, uh, that's a little different than our our rivals, uh, Tom. Why but, Michigan uh, Michigan has beaten? Um, well, that's uh, not counting this year, but Michigan had beaten Ohio State a lot less. Uh, uh, that's fair, actually. Than, than our our rivals, so. But they I they mean, did have um, as many wins in the past twenty I years think- as Georgia Tech had over us. I was about to say, I think Georgia Tech and South Carolina have beaten Georgia and Clemson more recently than Michigan had beaten Ohio State, right? I oh, mean, in the early 2010s, South Carolina won five in a row. It was rough, rough times. Yeah. They kept making fun of Dabo, and then Karma came, so it was fine. Yeah. Uh, well, anything on this one before we move it on? Uh... As you can see, South Carolina scored zero points, so it's very important that we do yeah. not lose our one and only good coach, uh, Brent Venables, this week, I hope. There uh, is some smoke about him going to OU, but we'll see how that goes. It's happening, Paul. Well, I, I saw that uh, uh, DJ finished with nine entire touchdowns for yeah. the season. So, not, not looking great, but I will tell yeah. you, uh, Will Shipley, the great white hype, uh, he looked pretty good this season, so. Um, hopefully we can build on our running game. It's just still weird to see a white running back. I mean, I guess there was Christian McCaffrey, but um... this guy, this I mean, Will Shipley was a five-star recruit, which I guess is weird that you'd see that also. But um, he's good. He's he's lived up to it this season so far. I feel like you see more of those at like tight end and maybe defensive end and yeah. things like that. But um, well, obviously quarterback. Um, 
occasionally wide receivers, but not so much there. Uh, anyway, so next game, Kentucky at Louisville. I'm sure this has something to do with bluegrass or something, but uh, Louisville was favored by two and a half, and Kentucky won 52 to 21. So there you go. They can't call it like the Battle for Bourbon or something. It should be something. Maybe. I don't. Battle for the it Bourbon Trail. I don't know. It they took have it over. A name. It doesn't. It's weird. No, well, okay. I guess. Name. I guess both the teams have probably not historically been all that great. So maybe nobody really cared until oh, somewhat but, recently. No, just kidding. It's called the Governor's nobody Cup. Nobody cared at all. Uh, that's. I do feel like I've heard that before, but it also I don't care. Wait, the trophy for Georgia Georgia Tech is the Governor's Cup, but it's called Clean Old Fashioned Hate. But it, interesting. So they call it the Governor's Cup. Whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, a.k.a. Bedlam, uh, Oki Light, was favored by four, and they won 37-33. So good job, Vegas. You guys nailed it. It was uh, definitely Bedlam in that game. Yeah. Ending was yeah. so – it was very wild. Yeah. Um, good times. And then then they, then they Oklahoma lost their coach in addition to losing the game. Damn, yeah. And all their top records. And all their top recruits. That's right. Notre Dame was favored by 19 and a half. But, but, but they, oh, they yeah. learned and like paint uh, bed sheets with the word traitor and, and, and put them all over the campus. That's right. For, uh, for Lincoln Riley not to read because he's not there anymore. At least, and, uh, at le- and he can't read. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least they're not painting rocks like, uh, like what happened with Kiffin at uh, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, just sink layers down <laughs> and paint on that rock. Before you can get back to Lane Kiffin, you know, I, wonder, I wonder how far down you have to go to get to like layers of lead paint, or maybe not that far. I mean, they they might like like um, water 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 pressure. What was um pressure, pressure wash? Yeah, maybe they maybe they do that, but maybe. I kind of hope they don't. I hope Same. it's just like I hope that rock is like really like just the stone, like like the size of Clemson's rock, you know, and it's just. It's built up with paint. I I feel like it is. I feel like it is. It's got like five thousand layers of paint on it. All right. So uh, <clears throat> just think of how many like coaches that they've cursed out on that thing. They that, mm-hmm. that both were their own coaches and coaches that they couldn't get or they didn't yeah. want. Like uh, John Gruden. How many uh, times John Gruden's name's been on there? At least three and a half inches of paint. Okay, I thought we were going a different direction, but okay, cool. That was that was a podcast title attempt. I'm sorry. I I was yeah, I was kind of hoping it was going to go a different direction. I was like getting ready to start three, typing in my three, outline here. Three and a half inches of John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, all right, Notre Dame. Speaking of teams that lost their coaches, Notre Dame was uh, favored by 19 and a half at Stanford, and they won 45 to 14. So there you go. All right. Yay! Yeah, uh, BYU, BYU was favored by six and a half at USC, and they won thirty-five to thirty-one. So uh, yeah, BYU. Um, I mean, maybe we should start saying they should be uh, uh, Pac-12, considering they're just kicking everybody's ass in the in the Pac-12. I believe. I think they beat Utah as well this year. So uh, yeah, BYU's pretty pretty good. Your game of the week, Andrew. Get your napkins out. We got Ohio State favored by eight at Michigan. And Michigan won. Oh God, it happened. For, Michigan won forty-two to twenty-one. Andrew's just gonna blame the twenty-seven. It's like remember our six points. People born on third. Are you sure? Yes. I think they hit a triple. Okay. 
Am Fine. I sure? Go ahead. Am I sure? <laughs> Go ahead. Get the napkins out. I'll say this. Okay. This is good for the rivalry as a whole. Okay. Get your complaint. Okay. Get your complacency out. Okay. Makes the rivalry exciting again. I'm now Whoa. going to make. I'm now going to list a bunch of things. We'll make this quick. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm going to list a bunch of things that you cannot do and win football games. Oh. Okay. You can't lose games and win <laughs> them in the NFL. In the NFL, you can't lose games and win and expect to win the game. Number That's one. Right. That's number right. one. I'm number one. As Trent uh, Dilfer wisely once told us. Okay. You can't uh, play a 4-2-5 the entire fucking game against a team who's running the ball up your gut nonstop. I don't know what that game plan was. I watched us run a 4-2-5 literally the entire game. Uh, no as shit. you're being gouged for seven to nine yards every single time. Okay. It's almost like your defense didn't uh, get fixed. I mean, that's like scheme. That's I that that's the frustrating part. That's scheme because like if a player's out of position or whatever, but the scheme being wrong for that's a basic scheme to deal with. Whatever. I feel like y'all's linebackers look slow as shit. Like they didn't know what we they don't, were doing. As so well. this brings to point number two. Point okay, number two: ahead. you can't be successful when your best linebacker was a running back for the past four years. Point number three: you can't have a second string tight end be dressing as a defensive end in a game and then playing meaningful snaps at defensive end in that same game and expect to win those games on defense. Okay. Point number four, you have okay. to be able to run the ball and not be predictable. Point number five, you can't call weird little bubble screens to a fullback on third and 14. Okay. These are okay. things you cannot do and win a game. I don't know what the defensive play calling was. The the offensive play calling was uh it, it had the same vibe. The passing game was fine for the most part. There was a lot of wrinkles we had been used all this season that we didn't use this game. We didn't run any sweeps, we didn't run money bubble screens, which were the the part of the identity of the offense. But the thing that I saw was it was the same thing I saw with Penn State. Every time we'd line up, I could see, I could diagnose that this is a running play, and you could see all the safeties in both Penn State and Michigan know that that was a run play too, and they would full blitz every single time. And I don't know. There's been rumors that one of the guards uh, tips his hat a lot if it's a ta if it's a pass or run play, and they someone found that out and keyed in on it. Uh, but they, they, I mean, I watched it. I was like, oh, this is run play. This is the, this is the, you know, a, a, a counter left. And you could just tell it from the, from the formation. Uh, the other thing you can't do is we've been starting four tackles on the offensive line all year. You have to play guard the guards. Tackles can't go into tackle into guards. You also can't decide that you're going to switch your right tackle and move him to left tackle and expect him to be able to deal with Hutchinson and not giving chip blocks on there. The, 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 Offensive line, the defensive line got punched in the mouth and they got bullied all game. And it's been something I wouldn't expect from that offensive line, but it was pathetic. Uh, you know, CJ and the wide receivers tried to bail out the team as much as they could, but they can only do so much. So, yeah. you know, Michigan came out there. They did their game plan, right? They 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 did what they do. They're going to run the ball down your throat. They're going to play solid defense. And that's what they did. And they, they didn't do anything special. They didn't do anything tricky. They, this is our game plan. We're going to do it. And I think that as Ohio State fans, the the thing that's always made us the most nervous about Harbaugh coming in initially was 
that Harbaugh is going to run the same offense in the same game plan that Wisconsin runs, except he's going to do it with four and five stars while Wisconsin does it three stars. And if he can harness that, that becomes a really good team. And so hopefully this isn't like him finally figuring out and harnessing it. Yeah. Well, it, it looked to me like, I mean, it, okay. So like you were saying, it looked like he was essentially doing man ball out there. And it yeah. looks like Ohio State was more of a finesse team, and they just couldn't hold up on on either line. They they were getting their shit pushed in, right? Yeah, exactly. They and, just lined up. They were, my my dude's gonna beat your dude. We ain't and doing they did. Tricky. And they did. They did. They did every single time. And it was just like, okay, we're 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 gonna we're gonna mash it down. Uh, we're just gonna mash it down the field, and we're gonna dare you to stop it. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't stop it. Oh, uh, last point on, and then we can move on to the next game. Okay. Uh, last point of of you cannot win a game if you let the other team have uh, six drives in the second in the second half and they score a touchdown every single drive. Yeah, you can't do yeah, that. Or come no, away with not, points rather. That's on not a drive. not a good way to win a game, if you ask me. So um, I don't I, frustrating <laughs> game to watch because it just seemed like right. It's 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 easier to to accept the game. Where you're like, oh, there was like some bullshit or like they had some like tricky plays or it was a good catch on the sideline. It's it's frustrating to watch a game when you're like, they're just going to run up the middle and then they do it and then it works. And you're like, well, they're going to do that again. And then they do it and then it works. It seemed like the offensive play calling was a little bit of Urban's puckered asshole again, too. I, I, there was a lot of wrinkles that we didn't call, which was frustrating. But I, I think CJ and the wide receivers, I mean, CJ had a really good game. Um, wide receivers had a really good game. The running game, I don't know if, it, I mean, that wasn't the running back's fault. It was the, the line's fault and the, the kind of system that they were running there. It was frustrating. But yeah. like I said, it's good for the rivalry. Um, you know, if Michigan can once take one every 10 years, then so be it. Well, if nothing else, maybe this will make uh, Ryan Day re- revisit some things he's doing schematically well, there, on offense. There is some massive uh, changes coming on the defensive for. Oh, also, yeah. fun factoid. Uh, mm-hmm. When Michigan uh, beat Ohio State 10 years ago, the following Tuesday, the Ohio State team played number one Duke, and they beat them, which then, again, happened the exact 10 years apart again this, this week. And you're talking about round ball for our confused yes, people that are basketball. like... That is a very like specific weird stat. Yeah, that is weird. There you go. Okay, all right. Uh, next game, then let's talk about um, your turn of the week was Florida State at Florida. It's favored by two and a half. And uh, congrats, Florida, that you got bowl eligible. You won twenty four twenty one. That was the battle for bowl eligibility with both teams being five wins. Your Pac twelve after dark game of the week was Cal at UCLA. UCLA was favored by seven at uh, 10:30 on FS1. Then UCLA won 42 to 14. Let's talk about this week's games. Friday. Oh, finally. Yes, uh, this is conference championship uh, weekend, so we got a little bit less games. We're talking about uh, possibly more than we would not normally talk about these conferences, but only so much to choose from here. So Friday we got uh, CUSA championship game. Uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers favored by two and a half at UTSA at seven on CBSSN. And then also you have the PAC 12 championship game, Oregon versus Utah. And what will surely be a mostly empty stadium. Uh, Utah is favored by two and a half um, as of today. And that's at eight on ABC. I'm assuming that's in uh, Rose bowl. They, they have it there every year, right? Didn't they used to have it at like Marco? the higher ranked teams, the championship game, the PAC 12. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it's at Vegas. Is it in Vegas now? 
I thought that's where it was. They were ta- okay. it, I think it rotates between Vegas and and uh, yeah, here. It's in, yep, Allegiant Ale- Stadium. Yep, Vegas. Oh, okay. Well, do we actually think that that place is going to be full? I guess it'd probably be more full than the Rose yeah. Bowl would. Absolutely, I think that place would be full. That's a, that's a perfect that's a perfect place to play a conference championship game where people really don't care about the conference champ, the conference. <laughs> it's just something to do in Vegas, I guess. It's no <laughs> betters are going to go. People are like, oh shit, I'll go throw five hundred dollars down on this game and then buy a you know twenty dollar ticket. Do you think they have a bookie in the stadium? Because that would be great. Uh, I think that's I think they can have. They're like on the outskirts. There's like some weird legal rules about. That I was going to say they're probably in. on the outside of the stadium or something. They're technically in the stadium, but not in the stadium. What? They're yeah. five feet outside. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, this is like the it's like the riverboat like gambling or so. Uh-huh. It's technically not in the state. All right. Um, next game, we uh, Saturday we got Big Twelve uh, championship game. You got Baylor versus Oklahoma State, favored by five and a half at noon on ABC. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Interesting cool. little uh, game there. Uh, surprising if, uh, defensive matchup. If OK State wins, are they in? Uh, it depends on what happens ahead of them. I guess we'll see. We'll see next week. Uh, I guess final playoff rankings come out uh, Sunday this week now, right? I think I, think I heard yeah, it was it'll Sunday. Be Sunday. It'll be Sunday, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, your MAC championship game, you got Kent State fair by three at uh, versus Northern Illinois. Kent State, really? Wow. Yeah, apparently. At noon wow. on ESPN. Wow. wow. Go Flashes. From uh, Detroit, right? I yes. Think. Yes. Okay. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Your Mountain West uh, Conference Championship game, you got Utah State at San Diego State, favored by six at three on Fox. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Sun Belt Championship game, you got App State, favored by three at Louisiana Lafayette at 330 on ESPN. I believe that uh, Billy Napier is actually calling this game. He did not abandon his team. He's calling it? Wow. Calling it, calling his offense anyway, or is he a, does he call offense or is he more a CEO type? I can't remember, Tom. Napier? He's OC. He was the OC at Clemson. Yeah, and... I know. And that, that didn't but go so very well. very bad at it. And that's why he yeah. got fired. So I don't exactly, <laughs> exactly. He had to go on his rehabilitation tour later. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I didn't know if he was calling plays again or if he's just more of a CEO type. I don't know. Type. I don't, I don't follow him anymore, but yeah, yeah. he was bad at it at Clemson. <laughs> it was Granted, not great back then. He, you know, it, he was, he was still too young. And I think, I think the, the thing was, he was, he was still a, an amazing recruiter. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that um, Dabo promoted him prematurely just to keep him on staff. Um, and he wasn't ready. And then, you know, he had to fire him. So, I don't know. It's, but he I've might heard, be good now at calling plays. I don't have no, I have no idea. I've heard that his, when he was calling plays after that, that his play calling got a lot better. He kind of grew into that. But yeah, to your point, it seemed like it was a little too early for him back then. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Your AAC championship game, you got Houston at Cincinnati, fair by 10 and a half at four on ABC. This could actually be a decent game. Houston's not awful. And Cincinnati struggled against some shitty teams, but this is their last opportunity to make a good impression for the hey, I, was, I was told that Cincinnati is like never, never in question. Never. Uh... They almost lost to who was that? That it was, uh, it was a fat man touchdown almost. And then he, uh, he like dropped the ball before he got in the end zone or something stupid like that. I forget who that was. It wasn't Tulane. I don't think, or maybe it was, I don't know. Fuck. 
who cares? Anyway, halfway decent game here at 4 o'clock. Um, but nobody will be watching it because the other game on at the same time. Um, your ACC championship game, you got Pittsburgh uh, favorite by three at, versus Wake Forest at eight on ABC. Don't ever watch okay. that ever in the history of games. Okay, so I, I want to say, hold on. It's okay. I know, I know you give okay. it a lot of shit. Both these teams are really good offenses, so if you yeah. like watching good offense, it, it's probably going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, I'm looking at what else is on at 8 o'clock, and uh, I mean, yeah. you got, okay, you could watch paint dry on one side of the field for your Big Ten championship game with yeah. Iowa, um, and you'd have Michigan if you want to watch. But there's like, at least, Iowa, at least Iowa and Slightly Michigan, faster, there's, yeah. some, there's something on the line. Yeah. At least for one team there is, yeah. Yeah, there's there's stakes in that game. The question I mean, is if Michigan is up 17 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Are you still going to keep watching it? Uh, maybe I turn it off. Okay. So then I you go to Pittsburgh Wake Forest. Oh, I just go do something else with my time. <laughs> Pitt and Wake Forest. Wake Forest are fun. on a Saturday. I mean, I don't know. But okay. Football's done for the night if that's the case. <laughs> All right. I would, well, I'll watch Pitt versus Wake. I won't even bother with the big. Uh, he's going to go play Final Pitt. Fantasy 14. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> uh-huh. He can join Mike. Yeah. I'm doing right now. Uh, we're talking about something I need to talk about. Nope, you're good. Yeah, we're talking about Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> yeah, we're good. How's your, how's your no, cat boy? I can, I can tell you right now, the super rare SS-ranked hunt, first one I've seen in two years. This is your is fault, happening. Andrew. And I just, everyone just uh, died. What are we doing? I don't yeah. know what we're talking Hundreds about. Hundreds of people just died. Oh, my gosh. His cat boy dogs killed and, them all. Dogs and cats living together. I don't mass it, hysteria. It, it's a big lady with green wings and like a tree head oh she's dead all right that's uh that's that's interesting all right so anyway iowa versus michigan they're favored by 10 and a half that's an eight on fox there there you go you can watch that uh i guess we'll see if if iowa can drag uh michigan into a rock fight or not um i both think those if... teams are both those teams are stubborn they're gonna play <laughs> their way <laughs> happens when let's see what's the what's the word when a when a stoppable force meets a a movable object yeah it, well in this oh. case it's, it's not unstoppable it's it's a stoppable force you, in you Iowa. ain't gonna force either of those teams to play outside their comfort zone and they're both gonna say fuck it this is what we're doing <laughs> oh man this is just a like your stubborn uncles getting in an argument at the thanksgiving dinner table uh, God, that would be fun to watch Ferentz and uh, and Har- Harbaugh argue over something. Anyway, your game of the week. We got the SEC championship game. They would uh, argue over like milk as a dinner choice. Milk? You mean milk? Yeah. Um, Alabama versus Georgia. Georgia's favored by six and a half as of today, and that's at four on CBS. Uh, this game will surely be on until nine o'clock Eastern time, probably so yep. about five hours. Another good reason to not watch the game. Oh, you don't want to listen to Gary Danielson drone on and on? Definitely a good reason not to uh, go to the game. Well, Gary's going to be filleting whoever is winning at the time. That's just how it goes. So whoever's winning, he's going to be sucking them off. And then uh, if the other team flip-flops, he'll he'll switch and he'll just go that way. The other team ain't shit. That's just how Gary Danielson does. Um, you're probably better off if you can get your get your own homer radio if you're interested in one of these teams to just mute him and turn on your radio. Anyway, um, I don't actually know what else to say about this game other than that we've talked about both of these teams a lot this year. 
Um, I, I think that if you watched Alabama play last week, I think that obviously there's, you know, they, they have some concerns. Clearly the first of which is the, uh, a running back. Um, it appears that Trey Sanders is the, is the one who will quote be starting, but how um, effective he's going to be remains to be seen. Brian Robinson has some form of hamstring injury is probably in the questionable to uh, doubtful category. I'm not really sure. In in the, in the first explosive play against Auburn, uh, it was like a 30 or so yard run by Brian Robinson at the end of it. Yeah. He pulls like a hamstring. So, and that was it for the game for him. So yay. So if they Mm -hmm. make it to the, uh, to the playoffs, he, he, you know, he, probably come back for that, but it's probably too much to hope that he comes back seven days later. Um, yeah. I mean, even being a high schooler or not high schooler college, uh, just out of high school. I mean, you, you recover a little quicker, but hamstrings are, uh, are tricky, especially for a yeah. running back. You kind of, you kind of need those. If it was a lineman, maybe you could get away with it, but a running back probably needs a, needs a hamstring. Um, anyway, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Also, uh, you know, Bryce Young had a, had a great final drive last, last week. He also had an under 50% completion percentage on the game and they couldn't get much of anything going, but I, um, I'm not sure how much of that was on him. And I, I just don't think Bill O'Brien's a, a fantastic play caller. And I, I really feel like they've got awesome tools there. And my, my phrasing, uh, I don't know if I've shared it, but it's felt all year that like they've had a Lamborghini that Bill O'Brien's just leaving in second gear all year. Um, yeah. which is, which is crazy because they're still putting up. If you look at the average amount of points, they're like they're good, but it's it still feels like they could be doing so much more. When I watch them, I'm just like, ah, I don't know. It just seems so yeah, unimaginative. I guess I don't know. And you could say that for the whole team. I still, you, you see, like, and I, you've got this weird thing of like liking stats, but not stats. When I say it, but <laughs> stats say that this is a top ten offense and defense, and and they have 11 wins, but it doesn't feel like it. It was like, this is a team that's limping along for like more than half the season. Well, they're cert- the thing is that they've had so many wins that are not really like the typical Alabama wins where they're just, uh, I mean, frankly, where, where they're doing what Georgia does, where they're, they're cruising to a 21, 28, 35 point lead and then pulling their starters and running out the clock. Uh, halfway through the third quarter all year. Um, oh, well, so I mean, I, it's not so much recently, like, like when talking like the offense doing well, like Bryce Young threw for the most yards in Alabama history in one game. And that's against Arkansas. And he had to be in that game the entire game day because the defense couldn't stop Arkansas. And we get out of there with a seven point win. Yeah. And, and well, and in the other ones like Auburn and LSU, defense is doing really well, but the offense doesn't, and you have to leave him in all day. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they and they, to your point, they they gave up thirty five points to to Arkansas that day. Um, yeah. I mean, they scored forty two points, and yeah, he he obviously had a had a really good day, but like the the thing is, he is he going to be able to do that on the top defense in the in the country when like there's, it doesn't seem like there's going to be much of a, a running game unless they're able to convert somebody from like a receiver to, or, I mean, I mean the, 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 the smart idea, and it's something that you would see Lane Kiffin and, and Sark do would be, you know, like turn short passing game, like jet sweeps and, and, and 
screens and slants and I was going to say like do some into toss- into like yeah just in- turn the pass into a running game. Yeah, I was just going to say like toss sweeps uh like like you were saying some slants some uh wheel routes uh if you have a guy that can run that uh and slants can use, and you can use receivers on those you know whereas you can't really use the receiver to like run between guards or I mean, Mechie's a pretty physical receiver. I feel like he could do a lot of that. Um, anyway, I, I don't want to talk too much about um, about this one. I know we're probably boring uh, Tom and Andrew to tears. Um, I'm trying to think of... There's something else you mentioned that I'm trying to like bring well, up. But... No, he. I mean, I, I was just saying that Bryce Young had... What felt like a mostly pedestrian game, but then he he had a like a great final drive that that ended up without that I drive mean, they they don't they don't end up winning that game obviously. I mean, he, I mean, you can say pedestrian and 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 yeah, uh, you can't really be a good quarterback from like inside a crushed phone booth. He got yeah. sacked seven times. He got pressured, I think, like another eight or nine times. Sure. I mean, you have that much like pressure and sacks you shouldn't throw for 300 yards he actually somehow did but you know you should yeah no it's a yeah it's a fair point it's a fair point that when you're running for your life or getting sacked all the time it's hard to do much passing with so yeah i mean all all alabama can do and i don't know how is have half the pressure, half the amount of pressure put on Bryce against Georgia, which is, I don't know. Georgia, as far as I can tell, when they want to sack the quarterback, they can sack the quarterback. They're not big on, like, tackling behind the the line of scrimmage, but that really is not going to be a factor because if we're not running the ball, tackle for losses really just become sacks. Well, I would say that the uh, the the problem is not so much. Uh, I don't say that we don't try to tackle people behind the line of scrimmage. It's just that we have a lot of people that do that. We don't have, like, um, what's his name on on your team, is is a fantastic. Will Anderson's yeah, a like, phenomenal guy. Like, like we have like I think nine nine defenders with double digit sacks, but or not not double digit sacks with multiple sacks on the year, but we don't have any one guy that's put up that amount of stats. Like you're yeah. gonna see like Nicobe Dean, you're gonna see Channing Tindall, yeah. you're gonna see Nolan Smith, you're gonna see uh Quay Walker. Like and, all these guys are probably gonna get uh get tackles behind the line yeah. of scrimmage this game. I mean, I mean the sacks are one thing, but like the tackle for losses is where Will Anderson is kind of crazy. He's got like almost thirty tackle for losses and and I don't know how many who, whoever has the lead on Georgia, but it's and, and Georgia's good with having multiple people have like you know you have like five guys with like ten, and, and it kind of like overall gets better than like one guy. But it it just seems like Georgia's they they will plant the line, you know, plant plant the the goal yeah. line at the line of scrimmage, and and you cannot get over it. You might so not the, get tackled. So- yard losses but you're not getting an inch you're not getting half a yard you're either, you're just getting nothing you just want running into a brick wall yeah it's a little harder to find team stats on uh on uh tackles, tackles for, loss. for loss but if we look at um for for team sacks alabama's at 43 and georgia's at 41 
number yeah. three and four in the country. So Georgia's getting the the same amount of sacks. It's just that you it's can't just really a, key overall. on you can't really key on one player to stop them because they're they're kind of all coming. Uh, so yeah, yeah, they are. Shut up. I realized after I after I said that what my, my grave mistake and what I just said. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, last little bit because I I like to keep the other two from talking, uh, and also there's nothing going on anyway. There's, there's nothing going on my video game, so I'm I'm good. Uh, you like to bore the fans. Yes, I do. I might as well do it now and 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 save myself um coming back next week. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I can pull out Andy and just not show up after mm-hmm. after losing. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know a whole bunch about Georgia's offense. I just know it's it's basically Alabama about eight years ago. Ball control, quarterback. You know, doesn't have to throw a lot. Do not make mistakes. Do not get penalized. I didn't realize that Georgia has like less than half the amount of penalties and penalty yards Alabama has. I mean, that's a big key right there. Alabama has just been real dumb with penalties. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I would say ball control. I would say that we, uh, I, I think that we're actually really explosive in the, in the times in the game that, uh, yeah, that, that matter, that matter. Uh, it before. hasn't had to matter much. You know, because we've been with such such big leads. So yeah. there was a stat that uh, that Bill Connolly posted uh, today, I think, and it was about the um, the amount of of drives that uh, the teams have had to uh, had to make while they've been losing, um, like while they've been, I think, behind in the score, and I think Georgia's made six all year. Six drives all year. Five of them were in the Clemson game, so they've only had one drive throughout the year. And Alabama was fourth in the country with 33 such drives, or something like that. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. have to look at the at the exact stats. And basically, Georgia's not really been in in the position where they've um, they, they tend to to go out to a, a big lead, and then uh, and then that's that. And then they're just going to sit on you the rest of the time. Yeah. And try to finish the game out. So they're gonna ideally so, go out to a thirty-five point lead and then run the ball the rest yeah. of the way. Yeah, and then maybe get a touchdown so or two that after case, that. And that's about like, it. That, that, that is the one, one slight potential advantage for Alabama is that Georgia just hasn't had to actually do it. Uh, yeah, if you want to, not really a, an advantage, but it's it's something. Um, yeah, if you're looking for something, I guess that that could be something. Yeah. Um anyway, I, I don't yeah. really have uh have too I much know, else on this. Yeah. The only thing I think with Alabama is Alabama does actually still have a good run defense. I I imagine they just go out there, they just you know, hundred percent stop to run and make Stetson Bennett throw the ball. Yeah. And that's what everybody's to. been doing all year. Yeah. Or trying to do anyway. That's what everybody's been trying to do all, well, I all mean, year. But, I mean, but I'm, besides Clemson, I don't think anyone's had a, a. I mean, we're like second or third in run defense, of course. No, the, I'm uh, not... the flip side is Georgia's one, but it's actually closer than I actually imagined in run I'm not, defense. I'm not saying y'all, y'all aren't good at that. I'm just saying that that's been the game plan for everybody all year. So 
that, that's that's what everybody's been. The trying hope to do. is that we actually have maybe players that can maybe do it. Yeah. Uh, but and we'll see. It could be a bad. It could be a bad defensive day, and oh well. We'll see. I uh, I, I can uh, guarantee you won't be able to put in your backup quarterback and win the game for you. That whole like little revenge tour thing, it's just you're just gonna have to hold that for next time. Yeah, we'll see. See if JT Daniels gets in there. I, I would say that if there's any kind of a situation where uh I mean I mean I feel pretty good about our backup then, if we have to go that route. If I was a coach and I'm an asshole, I would just like tell my guys to, you know, do the Georgia Tech thing and blur out knees. Yeah, wow. I I don't that know about awful. that. I, I don't think Saban's gonna do that. No. I, I wouldn't do that either. Um, anyway, so you're. let's move on to the... We, we don't have a tour of the week because uh, Georgia Tech is not playing this week. Not yet. Not yet. Wait till, wait till you see Georgia beat Alabama. Uh, we'll see We'll see about all this. I, I don't know about all this uh, talking talking us up. I don't, I don't like that. Your Pac-12 after dark game of the week is uh, USC at California because this game was postponed because of COVID, I believe. Uh, I was about to say, that they didn't win the Pac-12. Nope. Uh, Cal is favored by four if this game actually happens. If they don't, just postpone it because nobody cares. Uh, Cal is favored by four at 11 on FS1. I mean, also, that, Link, that's hilarious. That, Link, that's going to be... Is Lincoln Riley this game? Or? I don't know. I was wondering that too, but I, I don't know, actually. Is that really at 8 a.m. local time? No, oh, it's got to be 11 p.m. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I did time. say Pac-12. Okay, never mind. I was late. Reason. Uh, I was really, I was really confused there for a minute. It's I confused so myself. So late. It's on Sunday morning. That's right. All right, uh, Andrew. What questions do we have? Uh, do we need to do something else and come back to that? A Penn State fan asks. Okay. Is it okay to actually have some sympathy for Notre Dame right now? No, they actually end up in a better position. Yeah. Also, yes. Uh, a UNC fan asks, <laughs> "What was it like finding out current Notre Dame player's dad played for Charlie Weiss?" So, background story in this: a uh, there was an emergency Twitter uh, emergency. Spa- spaces. They're called spaces on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and there was a, a bunch of uh, all these people joined this this Twitter sphere space where they talk, and a current Notre Dame tight end was on there and he began to talk how his dad played for Notre Dame and went through a coaching change and someone said who is that and I'm listening to it and he goes oh it was when they moved from Ty Willingham to Charlie Weiss and I almost fell out of my chair <laughs> uh, I think I, I had like the Saving Private Ryan like aging moment <laughs> within that moment like oh yeah. no feels like just yesterday Cheeseburger Charlie was perusing the sidelines it really did because I know at least three of us remember when Lou Holtz was the head coach. At uh, yeah, Lou Holtz. Oh, that was a uh, yep. that wasn't really a question. That was more of a comment. I, yeah, I, that fell out of my chair. That's the questions for the week. Not okay, a lot, not a lot, not a lot. All right, pickums. We have no emails, by the way. No emails Perfect. on the assembly line status. Uh, all right. Last week. Uh, Clemson was 11 point favorite over South Carolina. Of course, Tom said no, and the coin said no. That was wrong. Uh, Auburn. Uh, program. 
Alabama was a 19-point favorite over Auburn. Andy and Mike said they wouldn't cover. They did not, as we know. Uh, Georgia, yep. Georgia Tech, Georgia was a 35.5-point favorite. Uh, they did cover. Great job, everyone, but the coin. Uh, Penn State at Michigan State. Tom and the coin picked Michigan State. They believed in the fighting Tuckers. We did, did it. it. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, Ohio State that was an 8-point favorite. That was a close game. Penn State, Michigan State, yeah. Yeah, one point spread was a was a good yeah. pick on that. Uh, high state was an eight point favorite. The uh, coin said no. Coin was the only one who got it right. Good job, coin. Uh, and then last up, we had Bedlam, where Okie State was a four point favorite, and Mike Tom and the coin said Okie State would win, and they did. Meaning last week, everyone went three and three. No, everyone but me went three and three. I went two and four. Mike went four and two. Uh, did he? Okay, didn't Mike? Okay, I went four yeah. and two. Mike went four I, and two. I yep. gained the game. So that brings your current season standings to uh, the coin in last place at 35 and 43. Me in fourth place at 36 and 42. Tom in third place at 40 and 38. Andy in second place at 46 and 32. And Mike in first place at 49 and 29. How are the uh, Lockhart Gold picks? I tried to weaponize the Lockhart Gold pick last week, and it almost worked. It did almost work. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can do it this week for you. Can you refresh this on what it was? Huh? Can you refresh this on what the Lockhart Gold pick was? I said Bama would win by 28 points or more. Knowing full well that I was weaponizing the Lockhart Gold pick. Maybe you can do it this week. UGA Bama's looking really nice. Your pick is what, like 3 and 11 or something? Or... Yeah, but, like now that, yeah. but now we're just weaponizing it. Uh, all right. First up, we have the Big it's 12 always Championship. Been, it's always been weaponized. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. First up, we have the, the Big 12 Championship game, Baylor at Okie State. Okie State is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, just for reference, did they play? Yeah. I know they played earlier this season. What was the score of that game? I do love that you have Oklahoma State listed as OSU in here, by the way. Can, carry on. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma State won 24-14 to 14, uh, in week five as an FYI. Okay. So, Andy, who wins the Big 12 mm. straight up? Hmm. Um, you know what? I, um, shit. I, I mean, I can't say that I've watched a lot of Big 12 this year. Um, I think of Matt Rule. That is the guy that's at Baylor now, right? Uh, no. No. Matt no. Uh, he's a, yeah, he's a good okay. for Panthers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, the Panthers. Holy shit. We missed like three coaching jumps. The Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Dave Veranda. All right, Dave Veranda. Uh, I knew it was other. I knew it was some other DC, former DC. That is. Um, all right. I'm okay. I'm gonna go with uh, Dave Veranda and Baylor here. Um, I'm not completely sold on Oklahoma State's defense. I'll. I mean, I do think that they're better is than it, they have been in the past. But yeah. I mean, is Oklahoma State defense like in the top five or something? Oh, I, well, I saw like they have a good defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a good defense. Real good. But it's it, a good here, defense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Yeah, here goes Andy making me pick Baylor, but Baylor. Why would you do? Why do you play the game? Would you care if you win or not? Lame. This is this is the only win I'm getting this weekend. Uh, lame uh, I'll just delete the whole spreadsheet we'll never know it existed by right, EPA like, uh, 
by EPA Oklahoma State is two on defense. Carry on. I think so. Looking at this game, Oklahoma State Baylor earlier. Uh, Oklahoma State won that game by ten, and their quarterback threw three interceptions. I don't think they make those mistakes again. Okie State wins. Okay. Uh, I'm picking Okie State. I so for the record, I I hope for complete chaos this weekend, but I think Oklahoma State will win. Yeah. Coin. I was not paying attention. Um, hold on. <clears throat> Tails. Baylor. Up next, we have the AAC championship game, the Houston Cougars at the UC Bearcats. Uh, UC is a 10.5-point favorite. Tom, do they cover? Did they play Houston at all this season? Uh, I think so, right? No. I don't think they did. I don't know. I'm asking. I'm asking, yeah. so you're telling me. I'm going to look. Hold on. Hold, please. Okay. okay. So quit asking. Uh, they Nope, they did not play this season. No. All right. I'm going to say, I'm going to hope Houston wins, but I'm going to say uh, Cincinnati covers. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, UC uh, squeaks by and doesn't cover. They win by like 10, so no. <laughs> How's that squeaking by? Squeaks by the cover, I mean. Just underneath under it. the cover. Okay. Squeaks under. That squeaks under the cover. You said ten. Squeaks they under the covers. Ten. They went by what? ten. Under the covers. Under the covers. Mm-hmm. Is that like um, you on your wedding night? Just squeaking under the covers. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna go with no. They don't cover. Andy. Um. Well, just to hang with Mike, I'm gonna say no. No, I. <laughs> I think that they win, but they don't quite cover. They're just squeaking under the covers. So, no. You're saying no? Okay. Yeah, I'm saying no. Squeaking under the covers. Yeah. Andrew just let that one slide, I guess. I don't know. Man, that could huh? be another good podcast title. <laughs> I made a squeaking noise. Uh-huh. Can uh, uh, <laughs> Dutch oven by squeaking under the covers? <laughs> <laughs> it's his new yacht rock <laughs> <Okay>. band. <laughs> All right, the coin the coin flipped up uh, heads. Yes. All right, up next we have the ACC championship game. Pitt at Wake Forest. Wake Forest three and a half point favorite. Who wins, Andy? Wait, fuck. Wake Forest is the favorite. Are you sure? Yeah. Um. Are we I can, sure? I can confirm. Hold please. I had Pitt at three. Andy has Pitt as the oh, favorite. You're correct. You're correct. I wrote it. Okay. Wrong. That makes a difference. I, I suppose it's also Pitt is the home team. I mean, we're gonna we're doing straight up, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But I guess yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, it does for the coin. Pitt's the home team too. Okay, um, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, man. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with Pitt. Put Pitt in. Put Pitt in. They're not charging anymore. They've been charging. They're ready for this. Um, I'm go with White Forest. What? Okay. Okay. What? What? Um, <clears throat> did they play earlier this year? Man, Wake Forest is. What is? Oh, this is basketball. <laughs> it's like they're eight and five. What? What? 
<laughs> I was very confused for a second. I can't. If you search Wake Forest, all it's like they're basketball, right? It's the only thing it wants to pull back. Um, I don't know who did it. I uh, I Wake Forest. That's my pick. Uh, they both have really good offenses. I feel like Pitt has a better defense, so I'm gonna go with Pitt. Uh, uh, so that's Wake Forest. Up next, Pac-12 championship game. We have Oregon at Utah. Utah's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Tom, who wins? Utah just, like, blasted them last last uh, time, right? Mm-hmm. Blasted them. The game I'm going to go half time. I'm going to go with Utah again. Uh, Oregon is the weirdest team I've ever seen. They're like not they're like Iowa, but in uglier jerseys. So Mm -hmm. I'm going Utah. Hmm. I always find it like in the instances where they play two teams play each other twice that like they're the second game turns out different. I want people always say this. I would like to honestly see the stats on that. I know the Alabama game in 2011. It feels like there was another game in the last five years, but I now for the life of me, I can't actually remember what it was. Hmm. But Utah, like manballed it and like destroyed them e- even though some of those points was like i want to say fluke but um, because they they did like run a, a punt back for a touchdown but punt returns for touchdowns are kind of fluky a little bit but they still won by like two i think at least two scores not even counting that so it was 38 7 yeah so I, i'll go utah as well Uh, I I gotta go with Utah because they're um, yeah, one time listeners, team second team. Yes, first I can't time, believe you time. can you can pick for your second team for them to win. Well, it has less impact because it's the second team. Don't <laughs> really uh, care if they lose. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah. Eh. I do like rooting for and, them though. And the coin came up uh, heads. Utes, Utes with a sweep. Uh-oh. Up next, Big Ten title game. We are going to have our first first time Big Ten. Uh, neither teams have been to the Big Ten championship game in its history of uh, the uh, title game. We have Michigan at Iowa. Uh, this is wrong, too. Michigan's a 10.5-point favorite. Sorry. Iowa, Michigan. Michigan's a 10.5-point favorite. Uh, Andy, do they cover? Michigan. Um... Mish again. I fuck. Yeah, I mean they should. Iowa sucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yes. Uh, in keeping with my pattern from last week, I am weaponizing luck. Hargle pick. Uh, Michigan wins this game by three scores. They should. They should. 
Uh, oh no. I do feel worse either about way, my either, pick I now. I feel though. like he's weaponizing it now. Yeah, I, I feel worse about I'm my pick. Weaponizing it. Uh, I'm still gonna say yeah. <laughs> I don't think Iowa can field an offense, so I'm not super concerned. <laughs> if they score over 14 points, I would be shocked. Yeah. All right. Now the the previous the previous game, the Oregon Utah, we all including the coin picked Utah. So this coin is like the difference between all of us all of us picking Michigan. Okay. Well, Michigan's home. Uh, I got heads. Yes, another sweep. Wow. And finally, we have the SEC championship game, Georgia. Yeah. This is wrong too. Jesus Christ. Uh, Bama at Georgia. Georgia is a fixed and a half point favorite. Uh, Tom, who wins? Are we doing straight up? Yeah. Oh, this is Georgia. Uh, I also uh, think Georgia, and I was going to do a bonus Lockhart Cole pick, but I'm not going to do that to anyone here. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you can go either, back and do it I'm now. not influencing the game either way. <laughs> Both the coaches, they're, they're putting up Andrew's Lockhart Cole pick of <laughs> rat poison. <laughs> I'm just, my Lockhart Cole pick, everyone has, everyone has fun. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't, I don't think, think anybody's having fun, fun in this. Yeah, I don't think anybody's having fun in this game. All right, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I, I should I'm, I'm I should just hold with my preseason pick of of, of picking Georgia, but since yeah. I'm going to, I, as far as I can tell, I'm going to win. Well, I, I don't know. I guess we do the bowl game stuff. Huh? I think we we'll, do not do the bowl game. I didn't stuff. know. We do. We do. No, we, say, do we might as well do something, right? We don't. I we think do, maybe we, we do, do the playoffs. playoffs. I yeah. think we just do the playoffs. We do the playoffs. Playoffs. Um, playoffs. Do we? I don't. I, feel like uh, I think we do. We do the New Year Six. I was gonna say we should do New Year Six and we playoffs. We do the New Year Six every year. All right. All right. Okay. I mean, this is just gonna be a homer pick, just because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be like Tom and, and Andy for some of the year. And not pick my own team. I don't believe Alabama will win. Why are you picking? But I'll, I'll pick Alabama. Just you know, Mike. If we all pick Georgia, if we all pick Georgia, then then they would then you would uh, guarantee that Bama would win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, well, yeah, I'm not going to pick my own team. So well, I mean, it, go that's already overruled because we've already got two clean sweeps. And what do you mean you're not going to pick your own team? You've been doing it all season. What happened? Yeah, Andy I'm not picking coward. them this week. Coward. Yeah, always reverts um, back when he thinks it matters. Oh, dog, stick him, wolf, wolf. Nope, Uga by twenty. <laughs> I didn't say that. You guys all heard Andy say like the it. go dog suck him, wolf, wolf, Uga by twenty, right? Yeah, it sounded just like him. Okay, it's not Uga. We're not playing. We're not putting the dog out there. It's UGA. No. Okay. Listen, you don't get to decide Listen. what we call it. Listen, I do. You don't. I do. And, um, the coin came up heads. It picks Ugga. The winner, the ugly dog. Mm. All right. Uh, no emails. We've done questions. Done pickums. We've done everything. So we did it. Oh my god, it took forever, but we did it. <laughs> it did. Uh, send us your questions to podcast at academicallyknowledgeable.com if you want to let us know how your assembly line is working out for you. Let us know. We might read it on here next week. Um, Maybe follow us at ineligible underscore pod. If we ever get enough followers uh, to whatever Andrew, uh, Andrew's arbitrary number he was looking for, he will do some tweets. 
Uh, he'll never reach that number because he will always change it, so he doesn't have to 15. tweet. Fifteen. Okay. You know, do what? It. If, I, if, I'm it. Feeling sp- if I'm feeling spicy, maybe I'll do the SEC championship game. <laughs> ineligible underscore pod. I can't even spell ineligible. It's probably why I don't get onto it. <laughs> it's a perfect name for this podcast. <laughs> Academically ineligible. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that being said. Enjoy the conference championship games this week. Tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. Song is available at pipechoir.com, and this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you. <laughs>